Hey, hey! <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Hey, Megan, how's it going? Hi, Kirsten. You're back. So we had an amazing conversation back in September on this podcast just about, you know, any our busy, crazy lives and finding the time to do the important. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of fun and it was very conversational. You and I are in similar times of life. Um, and today I kind of want to talk about here we are in between Christmas and New Year's. And I, I've developed some traditions that I've evolved over time and picked up some, left some behind for this time of year to do. And I just wanted to hear like what your vibes are right now. What do you feel like you need to really feel good about entering the new year? So go ahead. Talk to me about how you're feeling. I I think for everyone, this is such a weird week um, between the holidays. You know, people lose track of what day it is. There's gifts everywhere. You know, <laughs> you know where to put stuff. <laughs> And you have to take down decorations and things like that. So um, I feel like there's a huge lack of motivation for a lot of people. Um, And that's kind of what what I'm feeling. But I'm trying to stay motivated and and be a little bit productive um, since I have some time off work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, like you said, there's like kind of stuff everywhere. But I have this feeling typically, and I do again this year, that like, okay, let's get organized, let's clear the clutter, let's start the new year kind of fresh feeling. Do you you have that feeling as well or no? Yeah, for sure. And then part of me too kind of feels like I'm rushing, I'm rushing the chaos out, like the, you know, the Christmas excitement um, for my kids. And so then I'm like, well, maybe it's fine that there's toys everywhere, right? Like it's driving me nuts, but maybe I should let my kids just have stuff that we're not picking up for a few days and let them kind of live in this in-between stage. Um, But yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm feeling like I'm lacking, you know, moving my body regularly and um, from that standpoint and lacking a little bit of structure in my day and organization. Right, exactly. So I want to encourage us all to go ahead and take the rest time to build that in to kind of like give the ebb and flow. Like you said, maybe like you do want to think about, okay, what's important to me? Do I want to ease up for the most part for a few days on the stuff for my kids? Like I think they'll enjoy that or like what's important. It, It all goes back to priorities and setting intentions 
but then also having rhythms of rest in there. You did something this year that you said, Kirsten, oh my goodness, I want to make this an annual tradition. Can you tell us what that is? Yeah. So like a month ago, I was just feeling the Christmas craziness. We have a one and a three-year-old. So it's just a busy time for us. My husband and I both work full time. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to book a couple's massage for us. It wasn't even like a present necessarily. I yeah. told Kyle about it. <laughs> I was like, I know that that week in between Christmas and New Year's, we are going to really need that. So yeah. um, come to find out, I was right. So I'm thanking yeah. my <laughs> self because we went yesterday and had a massage and it was just so nice to take a break after the Christmas craziness. Um, and our kids are at childcare uh, this week for a few days because we pay for it anyway. And so I was like, yeah. it's free, ch- free babysitter like, yeah. to take complete advantage of this. And it was amazing. So I told my husband, we are definitely booking this every year, the week between Christmas and New Year's, um, a massage and a lunch date. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. Sometimes we wait until it's too late and then we don't have the arrangements made. So I want to encourage us all to plan our rest rhythms, plan the things that will make you feel rejuvenated now. Um, And so that's a perfect segue into some traditions that I already do and love and, and maybe you will love them as well. And then also, but as you were saying this, this is something I don't have under wraps yet. But as you were just saying that, it made me realize that I've heard this a few different times and I've not done a good job at at doing it is I've heard before as an entrepreneur, like other entrepreneurs speaking on this and maybe for everyone, but plan your vacation up front. So like right now, plan your rest, plan your vacation. For me as an entrepreneur, I want to plan some visionary time because when I slow down and have that time and space, it is incredible what the magic that can happen in those times. And then of course, with kids, with a business, with full-time jobs, all the things and responsibilities of life, if we don't plan ahead for vacation, for rest, what happens? It gets squeezed out, right? (laughs) It doesn't happen. Yes, I love that. That's a good idea. Okay. So you and I, let's take one step in that direction this year. Have you done that before? No. Well, right now you just told me next year at this time, you're going to do another couple's massage. So here we go. That's a start. (laughs) But I actually have to book it, right? That's a no. There we go. I like it. Okay, sweet. So let's all challenge ourselves to take one step in that direction. It doesn't have to be perfect. I fall in that trap sometimes of like, okay, so I need to have everything scheduled perfectly. No, let's just get the the bare bones of it. And then when it's once it get closer, um, you know, we can maybe have a spot in the calendar again to book those second half of the year things, but we have it in our mind right now. Boom. I like it. First action step. Ding, ding, ding. Let's do it. Okay. Um, do you have any traditions that you do every year 
this time of year that you're super excited about doing again this year? Um, I mean, it's just really fun, obviously, to have kids around this time of year. I feel like our traditions are still evolving a little bit. You know, um, we live out of town from both sides of the family. So um, sometimes it's something we do every two years, depending on which side of the family we're seeing for the holidays. Or, um, you know, there were things that I liked to do uh, with just Kyle when we were married. And now that we've had kids, we're kind of evolving. But one of our biggest ones is we love to take the kids to go get a Christmas tree Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get outside and you walk around finding the perfect tree and the kids' excitement is so fun. And it's exciting for us too as adults, you know. It's something um, that kind of forces us to get outside and go and do something in the, you know, colder months. And it's just been really fun for us. So that's probably one of my favorite that we've we've done for quite a few years now. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. And I think it's important as parents, so if you're a parent listening, or even just adults, I think it can happen to adults in general, is this time of year, let's keep the magic in it for us too. I was talking Mm -hmm. to a a friend and fitness inspirer, and she said, sometimes there's like so much pressure on moms. And she was like, kind of having a moment. And I said, I know, I was feeling that same way yesterday. And then I realized, like, I don't want my kids to feel that because they always do. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to feel like, oh, gosh, mom gets so stressed out yeah. getting all the stuff done for this time of year. So that well, and you almost like, well, I was just going to say, I feel like, too, sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to be so creative the entire mm-hmm. holiday season, like November and December. And then by the time Christmas actually comes, the kids are almost like over it. Mm, like, yeah, it's almost like they have to kind of rally to be, you know, have the energy when you've already put them through, like, obviously it's all fun stuff, but yeah. you can also like when our, you know, your kids are so young and I just have noticed it doesn't take much, you know, maybe it's right. like making checks mix at home one night on a random night in December or yeah. something small, you know, but putting the pressure of like, a ton of holiday activities, I feel like on yourself and on your kids sometimes can also be overload. Absolutely. I mean, Christmas in itself is a ton of work, like the actual holiday. So, you know, you're going to exhaust yourself, but sometimes you can exhaust your kids too. Right. So, you know, creating that margin in between activities is something that I have been on a journey for. Mm -hmm. And I think, the more I do it, the more I realize like, yes, this is exactly where I want to be. I want to have margin. I want to have space in between activities so we can bring the energy on a random Tuesday night. Like you just Mm -hmm. said, when we can make checks mix as a family and it's a fun thing. It's not a pressure. I love it. Okay. So I wanted to share three new year's traditions. I think that, um, you might love, that we do each year. Um, One, the first one is highlights from the previous year. So Mm -hmm. I like to do that first and we do do it as a family now. I used to do something similar myself, but then I also do it as a family. So we kind of round table it. 
at dinner or something like that. And we all kind of say different things, highlights, things that went well. And it's just really enlightening to see what your kids say, uh, what Ethan says. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's fun. That's something we do. And it's important to me that we do that first before we talk about intentions for the year coming up because it gives us that positive momentum and that feel of appreciation first. Hmm. So that's that's definitely an order thing in my mind, but everyone is different. Um, the next thing that we like to do is, and we, I think this is, will be the third or fourth year in a row we've done this. And I got this from Gretchen Rubin. Have you heard of Gretchen Rubin? Yes. I think. Yes. (laughs) Yes. She's awesome. She does a podcast. She has several great books that I've read. Um, and she does this thing, whatever the year is. So last year. 20 in 2020. So this year will be 21 in 21. Um, So she does this with her community. She encourages her, you know, podcast subscribers and everyone to, to do that as as well. And I've had some fun with this. Have you ever tried doing something like this, Megan? Um, I think I've sent intentions, but I haven't done like a to-do list kind of, or like a bucket list, I guess it's more of, right? Right. It'd be really fun. Yeah. I like that, especially with the kids, right? Yeah, exactly. And so we kind of round table this as well. And Megan, you know this about me. So like mm-hmm. sometimes, obviously I have to facilitate things, um, <laughs> me being the goals nerd or the actionable part of it. But it's also fun to have some like subjective things on there too. And it's fun to hear, you know, your three-year-old, what they have to say. They might come up with something crazy and weird, but it's fun to then look back on it. After you do the highlights, you can look back at last year's, you know, 19 in 2019 or 20 in 2020 goals, intentions, what you're excited about, kind of that bucket list, like you said. But here's something, the reason why I like doing it this way is because, well, it's a long list, but it doesn't feel like a to-do list. It's kind of like fun and whimsical, and it doesn't feel like a pressure to me. I really want to make sure that vibe happens because whenever there's a lot of pressure comes in, it's just like, oh, then it's work. Yeah. Yeah, then it's exactly. not fun. Let's not do that. <laughs> For anyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> then it's not fun. Um, so that's one thing that I've got from Gretchen Rubin that I love that we'll definitely like do that. this year. And then... And it's fun to reflect yeah. on, the, on the previous year because it, you could think that your three-year-old is going to say, you know, something that you put a ton of planning into is their favorite, right? Like you went all out on their birthday or something, for example. And the thing that they say actually is like something super simple that took no planning. Yeah, It's just funny to have their perspective of really like what was memorable in their year. You know, it's not going to be what you think it is. And it's probably not going to be the thing that you put a ton of work into, right? Right. Exactly. So I've read before that, kids and really all of us, we remember the consistent things 
and the the moments that are kind of just you know out there but like you said it's not manufactured so it's like the moments that are I don't know I'm I just think of magnificent now I'm using the same letter I don't know but you know what I mean it's like they remember the consistent and then they also remember these like out of the blue things and when I think of the things I remember as great memories when I was a kid yeah, they were just like ordinary moments, mm-hmm. but for some reason they just, I don't know, come alive in my brain or my memory. I don't know. Yeah. Do you, like what, do you have any examples of that, like regular things that your family did growing up or just like this moment that would be probably ordinary? Yeah, I'm trying to think, I mean, this is in relation to our birthdays, but Every year, everyone in our household, except for the birthday girl or boy, Mm -hmm. everyone else in our household would get up and wake the person up singing happy birthday. So it wasn't like a party. It wasn't like my mom didn't go all out on themed birthdays. I think I even only had like big parties every other year. But it was like that little thing. Like I remember my parents coming in and getting me and saying like, come on, we got to go sing to Jeff or we got to go sing to your sister. And we would wake the person up by singing happy birthday to them. And we would have like a bagel or a donut with a candle in it. You know, that to me is something so simple um, that has, I'll never forget. I love that so much. I'm taking that from your family. I know. We're starting to do that. And even as you explain this, I didn't think we were going to go here, but we are. We're here. We're doing it. Um, so even as you explain it, the way the perspective you put in, which I love, which I want to instill in my kids, is you're talking about going to your sibling's room. You're not saying, I remember waking up and people singing to you. Of course, yeah. you remember that. But right. what you're talking about is so awesome is your mom getting you to sing for your siblings. That's cool. And of course we knew it was coming, right? It's like no longer a surprise in our holder, but it was like, no matter what, that's what we did for each other. And it was just so sweet. When you look back on like, it would be so easy, like as a teenager to be like, Oh, like they don't want me to come sing to them, you know, or like my parents coming in and, and making us get up as teenagers to go sing for our sibling. I'm sure we griped about it, but it was <laughs> one of those things where, no, like, this is what you go do. And we knew it was coming as the birthday person. Mm-hmm. And it just is so sweet. It's those, like, simple things that, you know, when you don't have to overplan. You know, even us getting a our Christmas tree, um, I never really thought much of it. I enjoy, Like I said, I enjoyed going and picking out a Christmas tree as a family enjoyed being outside and kind of walking around and Lennon was only two years old. She was like two and a half, not even three yet. And on the way to get a Christmas tree, we weren't even there yet in the car. She said, this is my favorite. And I said, what is your favorite? And she goes, getting a Christmas tree. Like she had only done it for like two years, you know, how many years. And she already knew before even like seeing the place where we are going, what we are doing. And she was already excited. I couldn't believe it. Their little minds are just, yeah, their little minds are so amazing. And what they retain, I feel like is the little stuff, the stuff we don't put a ton of effort into always. Yes. That is so good. I love that. 
Um, and she was like probably vibing off your energy too. And that goes back to my other point. Like as soon as you, as soon as I start getting all stressed out, my kids are manu- manifesting that energy, you know, in their fits or in whatever too. So yes, that's just one more reason to um, be motivated to make sure that we as the leaders in our household uh, are, are filling our cup out and watching, filling our cup up first and watching our energy around things. Yeah. That's so good. So true. Love it. Yes. Okay. So my third one that I'm excited about, I've been doing this again, you know, for a while I'll have to send, I'll have to post pictures on my Instagram of these all handwritten out things, but <laughs> this one is going to get an upgrade this year, which I'm excited about because, well, it is word or mantra of the year. So like thinking of, and I used to do up until this year, I've done a word or mantra for our family and then also for fitness inspired. And then this year, actually, I think it's going to be the same, the same thing. Mm. Um, Yeah. And we're actually doing as a part of welcome week, you're going to be there with Christine and I, we're doing a word workshop and she's actually going to put it in art for us, which I'm so pumped about because I'm definitely going to get like a tumbler or a mug that will be beautiful all year round. And I can look at it and be inspired by it regularly and not with my chicken scratch writing. (laughs) (laughs) That's an awesome idea. I like that. So what, what have your previous, what was your mantra of 2020? Yeah. So our family one. Oh, so I have like a whole bunch of different things in the 2021. I didn't grab, but I have the 2019 theme for our family. And that was teamwork makes a dream work. Okay. And Oh, I remember 2020. It was, we're going on an adventure (laughs) that we were right. We moved. (laughs) Across the lines, we had, you know, job changes, all kinds of... The pandemic. Oh, yeah. So we didn't see that coming. (laughs) You called it before it even happened. Don't say that, Megan. I don't want to get in trouble for that. (laughs) Well, it's been an adventure. That's for sure. It has. Awesome. What are you going to take from our conversation, Megan, and apply within the next two weeks? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I really want to review with the kids, you know, their most memorable moments from the year. I think it's been an adventure as you put it, (laughs) but I mean, there's been so much good that came out of this year for us. So I want to review that with the kids and um, yeah, we've never had like an official bucket list set out, but I think that's a really good, um, a really good exercise for us to work through for Kyle and I to work through as a married couple, as parents, um, you know, and as a family to kind of review what our goals are for the next year. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. So fun. Yeah. I have like different things on my list, like host dinner parties. Well, not in COVID regular (laughs) kitchen dance parties, adventure Saturdays, So is that one specific thing that you do that you can check off or it's just something that you are hopeful to do all throughout the year? So I have, I like to have a blend of different things. 
Okay. Because I'm a checking off person. So for example, um, for, I'm trying to see what the lists are here. Oh, I'll look at 2020. So Brady starting farm preschool is on there. So that's like a start of something. So we can check that off, off the list. But then also things like enjoying our everyday life together are on there too. And, you know, just different things that sometimes are measurable. And then other times just as an intention, like you said, yeah, I think it's really cool and important um, to kind of mix it up. Otherwise it can start to feel like a to-do list if it's a little too tasky. Yeah. 21 things could be a lot of things to like 21 big things would be a lot of things to check off. Right. And you don't have to check them all off either because it's kind of interesting. I try to, you know, look at the list after the fact and not obsess about it too much throughout the year. I like to look at it a few times. Definitely in September, we do like a school year's Eve thing too. And so that's a good time to look at the list. But I don't like to just get obsessed about it because I like to have to feel a clean slate. Like what went well? Mm Because- Sometimes, like you said, there's these surprise things that really went well that you couldn't have seen coming. <laughs> of course. Right? Not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. I think this was super fun. And I think we're all inspired to try some of these out with our families. Yes. Thanks, Kirsten. All right. Sweet. See ya. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live With Podcast. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you could just make their day. And last thing is get on our list for our hump day inspiration. And that can be found at livefitnessinspired.com. All of this is free. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you next week.